you're listening to We Can Relate. Today we'll be talking to Fatima. She's one of my good friends. She's one of the people in my school that I'm really, really close to. She's really funny, which is why, <laughs> which is why she's, she's really here sweet. today. Because she's about to drop some facts and mix them up with her little sassy, saucy attitude. You know what? I'm going to do what I have to do. You should go do what you have to do, you know? And so today we're going to be talking about a subject that um, I'm sure a lot of people in our school know can about. Relate to. Yeah, it's... From day one. Um, it is about multiculturalism. Yeah. And uh, for some people, it might not be something that you think about. Uh, for us, I feel like we think about it a lot because yeah, we have to. Yeah, we have to. You know, we're kind of dropped into it, and we're like, you know, deal with it. <laughs> so, what does multiculturalism mean to you? Multiculturalism to me means just being in a space that's really diverse in terms of race and ethnicity. So, for example, our school, it's an international school, and so it's a multicultural yeah. space, mm-hmm. basically. It's really like, how has, how has being in that type of environment built you up as, into who you are? I think I've become like, more aware of like, the different cultures and been more um, understanding of everybody's different types of way of just being. Because everyone, like our cultures are so different, and there's a beauty in that. And so I've learned to respect all these different cultures because I live in a cult. I live in a place where there's so many cultures. That's beautiful. Yeah. Do you think that um, you like try to engage with different cultures? I think I do, but I also respect that not everyone is fully like engulfed in their culture. Like yeah. I'm not fully engulfed in my culture, so I can't really speak completely on what it means to be Nigerian. But I do. Um, like let people know a little bit about my like ancestry and where i'm from how do you feel when people like for example cultural appropriation how do you feel about that because you just said that you don't you're not fully engulfed in it so how do you feel when people are like let me try this little you know i don't know i think it's um disrespectful to say the (laughs) least um it's I think it's quite annoying when you see people cultural like culturally appropriating mm-hmm. because you you're not fully part of that culture and you're you're not even from that place so you don't understand the struggles that these people go through for, so for you to culturally appropriate it's there's like a lack of respect in that. Mm. Where do you draw the line between cultural appropriation and cultural appreciation? Don't dress up as anybody, please. <laughs> Halloween <laughs> please. for you. Please. That's not Halloween. You can eat Be the careful. food. You can appreciate the food and stuff like that. But when it comes to like dressing up just for fun, like, please don't. Said for Halloween, let me dress up. <laughs> let me dress up as a Nigerian princess for Halloween. No, no, ma'am. Please, no, don't ma'am. do that. Don't dress up as no samurai. Like, what? what, no. is, up? what is up with that? I don't get it. I don't be understanding it. It's quite disrespectful. People please, really be no. like, they be throwing the ball for Halloween. <laughs> they said, so let me try everything. And please don't show up in blackface either. Like no. that, <laughs> that is an entirely different conversation people, in itself, but people, don't do that. People try it with that. They really do. Blackface. And I don't understand for what. And they feel real comfortable. What's the need? I just, I'm confused. Like they sit on a, they sit in a chair, paint their face. And at no point do they think it's like wrong or like. They think you're like. 
Maybe maybe this is not right. Maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> maybe walking maybe out we should this... be asking more so. Maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> maybe I should sit down, look myself in the mirror, and think clown. Mm-mm, please. But they don't. And then they walk out and they're confused when people are offended. It's quite... It's quite confusing. <laughs> it's really confusing it's because really it's confusing. like... So I'm like, should I be mad or should off. I feel bad for you for being stupid? Nah, and then they come and cry. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, not the no, I didn't mean to be this. I didn't know. What do you mean? <laughs> no, I didn't know. You... Sir, there's Google. Google, Google bro. Okay. Google, Let's talk about this. When it comes to multiculturalism, how do you feel like um, the internet, Google has helped you understand it? I think that if there's questions that I don't know about a culture, I'm going to Google it, try to understand it, put in my like time to research it, yeah. and not burden my friends of those different cultures to tell me and like yeah. make me know everything. Because they like they have better things to do. It's not their responsibility yeah. at all. That's not shade or anything. That's just just <laughs> saying. <laughs> For the just people true. who reached out, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, you just... Google is a really powerful tool. But the thing is, people really don't know. I feel like people really don't know where to start, you know? And yeah. when they do start, it's like, they, because, for example, the whole, this is kind of out, out of the whole, but I'm just giving example, right? Christopher yeah. Columbus. Mm-hmm. For so long, we were being told, like, how he's a explorer. He's yeah. an adventurer when really he's a colonizer. He, he founded. He founded. <laughs> Amer- let's, no, he didn't, right? Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to, researching about different cultures yeah. how do you do so in a way that's like you don't come back to the person you're like let me tell you what it means to oh, be you know that is like so annoying i i, I don't know because i feel like you just don't do it like you just don't do it like you don't go up to a person and you're like okay let me just dump all this information that i've learned yeah to you to show that i'm quote unquote woke, woke. <laughs> please stop it when people come up to me so me i'm not like i'm black but i feel like people don't understand that there are different like groups, groups of black people right now i'm not talking about color like i'm talking about groups mm-hmm. so there's like people from the hood there are people from like sub there uh, not all black people are ghetto or, yeah or like from the hood or like whatever you think right so people come up to me like let me talk to you about hip hop. Let me talk. I'm like talking to them. I lived in Austria for a really long time. Yeah. And I lived in Cameroon. Neither yeah. of those things are hood. You know, Cameroon mm-hmm. was not hood. Austria is far from hood, right? I think you also have to realize that like people live in, like you said, different places. Yeah, exactly. So there could be a hood, but you don't live there. Like yeah. that's not. And so when people come with all of this information that they've rounded up and they're like, I can tell you what it means to be black. And they start talking to me about like Drake and like, two-pack and they're like the black experience i'm like oh. i have not experienced that and that research has nothing to do with my experience my yeah. black experience is not the same as every other black experience yeah or like you know say it again <laughs> so when people come up to me they're like oh, see, i totally get how you feel like i read this thing about two-pack and i'm like i've never seen a gun in my life ma'am mm-hmm. And so when it, so I'm not just talking about, you know, I'm obviously, I'm black, you're black, yeah. so that's one experience. Um, obviously, there are different cultures, but I just wanted y'all to know, not, no. the research that you did does not qualify for every single person within that, mm-hmm, you know, exactly. community. The experiences are not all the same, like, we all have exactly. different experiences. Exactly. That's just in general, like, you should know that. Mm, basic common sense. Oh, is common sense common? <laughs> 
Oh, let's talk Damn. about it. Damn, it's common sense. Common. If okay, is it? It's not. It's really not. People think people be thinking that they know shit, but they but, don't. But they really don't. When did you move to a multicultural place? I'd say so. I moved first to Austria when I was three months old. Yeah. But when I moved here, I was in a predominantly white space. My whole neighborhood is white people. Mm, girl, um, so, I know what she's talking about. So I felt like that was my first um, push into a multicultural space. Yeah. My full, my first push was when I came to our school, um, which was like when I was around five. And I think that... This is like, what, 15, yeah. 16 now? Yeah. It's been a whole decade. It's been 10 years, 10 long years, man. I just want to leave. I'm just kidding. <laughs> is, she, is she really that? Okay, um, so you were three months old and five years old. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I can't really remember how that was different. Like, going from a um, German, like, speaking school to, like, an English speaking school. Yeah. Like, I don't... I don't remember because I was really young. Like, I can't remember if there was, like, a culture shock or something like that. But I just know that, like, I've always been around such a multicultural space. So, yeah. How yeah. about your parents? My Do parents. they ever tell you stories? Because my parents love to tell me stories. Oh, they tell me stories. Um, my parents, well, my dad moved here, like, I don't know. My dad's lived in, like, a lot of different spaces. Mm-hmm. So he's sort of gotten used to, like be like just being in a multicultural space because he's yeah. lived in like the uk and yeah um here so yeah but my mom i think for my mom it was more so like different for her and i've seen her have to struggle to like fit into this place that we live um because she's she speaks english and she's trying to learn german and stuff like that for me it was easier to like um transition yeah. Because I was so young, like, I could, I was also in a predominantly white neighborhood, so I could speak German and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but for my mom, it's been a little bit harder, because all her life she's been speaking Hausa, which is the language that you speak in Nigeria. And yeah. then, um, so that was a different experience for her. And, yeah. Do you feel like, since we're already there, do you feel like language has, a, like, a large effect on, like, fitting into a multicultural place? I think it does because I think there's like a a language barrier yeah. <laughs> like um <clears throat> because we go to an English school it's not that hard for me to integrate myself with all these different cultures but maybe say if we were to go to a school that spoke a different language like it'd be you'd have to work like twice like as hard, hard mm-hmm. to feel like you could fit in and I'm lucky enough to speak German so like when I'm out in the world not in our school little like the bubble of our school yeah. when I'm out in the world I can speak German with people which they don't expect <laughs> but um that's they are shocked for no good reason but okay um, <laughs> but it's easier for me to communicate with people outside yeah. of school but whereas for my mom bringing it back bringing it back to her different experience it's harder for her and people look at her strangely and it's an entirely different experience for her so for me i mean i can relate more to your mom yeah um you know i've been in 
been in Austria. Here? I moved here a long time ago. I don't even want to say it because people are going to laugh at me for not knowing German. Yeah, I've lived so here for a while. My mom's also lived here for like 15 years and she still can't pick it up. It's a hard language. German. It's a hard and more than anything, I just, I couldn't care less. Okay. Honestly, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it's just, it's one of those languages where it's like, if you're not for it, you're not for it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, English, you have to, you know? Everyone, so like when most I mo- people speak. When I moved here... It was like, long. T- I'm not going to give you a date. I'm not going to give you a year, okay? It's not <laughs> Don't happening. Ask Don't ask her. Don't ask me when I moved here. But I moved here when I was really young. Mm-hmm. And um, I only spoke French. Only. Yeah. Now I've lost my French. It's embarrassing. But uh, mm-hmm. I only spoke French. And I was supposed to move it. I moved into a school where it was English and German. Yeah. No French. Mm-hmm. Right? And so it was so like... And it was multicultural. Pretty, yeah. I mean, I don't even remember. Um, I was pretty shy, but... You? <laughs> me? Yeah. But I was really shy and it was so scary and it really like broke down my self esteem because all these kids they would not only throw English at me they would throw German. Yeah. And it was like wow. And so over the time, even though I've had many instances where I could learn German, R.I.P. to my German teacher. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just like it's just not something that I yeah. like grasped. And so, but it's actually not that bad for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to see it in like a positive way. You know, when I like yeah. go out into the world and I don't speak German, people are really out here trying to test me. <laughs> and the fact that I don't understand the language oh. has actually gotten me into out of a, like a lot of awkward situations. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, like situations sure. where you didn't expect for people for it to be. Oh, people say I, the wildest thing people, in German, right? And you just. But I don't understand. I know it's wild because the way they like the body language it, yeah. and the way they say it. But like, I don't understand it. So I'm like, damn, that person must be mad. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Let me move on. Like, I'd be in the bus and I'm just sitting there and some like angry white lady We're just at- starts yelling at me. And I'm like, you have that experience too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm just standing and I'm like, she mad. Yeah. But I don't know what she mad at. Uh, oops. Well. And I just walk away. And it's like, it's actually helped me a lot. Um, the, language, the fact that I don't know the language yeah. has helped me. I, I know a little bit. I know enough to like not to get die. Your, yeah, you know. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't don't converse in me in German with me in German because I will mm-hmm. not understand you. Um, but yeah, but it's good that it's good that you. Un- I honestly, I would like to understand it. Yeah. Because for example, when I'm in class, do you ever feel when you're in um a setting where they speak certain languages and you don't understand it, like you feel. You feel so out of place. Yeah. You just want to leave. You feel so bad. And you don't want to be that person that's like, speak English. Yeah. Because like, that's like really, if, mm, right? People, that feels, oh. That's disrespectful. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. And I've definitely had situations where like people around me have spoken German or like their own languages. And I'm like, I wish they would speak yeah. English, but I'm not going to say that because that's yeah, because rude. It's kind of rude. It's really rude. Like, don't do that. So I'm just sitting there like. Mm-hmm. I understand yeah. what's going on. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. That awkward feeling? Yeah, I mean, I feel like most, more so, ooh, did I just fumble on my words? More <laughs> so in, like, Nigeria, because I don't speak, like, I can't speak the language. I can sort of understand it. Yeah. But then, even then, there's words that they throw in there that I don't understand, and I'm trying to, like, grasp every word. And I just look really awkward sitting there being silent. And I just feel like really, I don't know, weird asking for them to speak English too. Because it's mm-hmm. like, they've been speaking Hausa their whole life. Yeah. They don't have to change for me. Like that's, yeah. I'm not going to demand of them to change for me. Mm-hmm. But you just came. 
Oh, like, please. Just like entering the conversation, being like, speak my speak language. Speak English. Like, excuse me. No. <laughs> they all will just turn their back away. <laughs> walk away. Just walk. But yeah, I, I, I understand that experience. Yeah, mm. sure. Have you ever felt out of place in the multicultural environment that you live in? Mm. Yeah. Shoot your <laughs> Let me choose my words. <laughs> shoot them shots um i for a lot of years i was in a friendship group that was like super like white just Mm -hmm. white just 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 around a lot of white people which nothing wrong with that but i just felt like very (laughs) (laughs) girl why you look like that um i'm just listening i'm just listening um but I feel like I felt like I had to change myself or like change who I was to sort of fit in. Like I couldn't fully be myself. Yeah. Um, so that felt really strange to me being the token black person. Yeah, yes. the token black person. You said it, okay. <laughs> I, I, mean, I had to say it. she was dancing around the words. I just had to say it. Yeah, so um I feel like I also didn't understand where like when microaggressions or stuff like that would happen towards yep. me. Like, for so many years, I just take these things that came towards me yeah. because I didn't fully understand them because I was in a predominantly white space. So I couldn't, I didn't feel like I could defend myself because I didn't even know what I was defending myself for. Or, mm-hmm. So um, after a while, I sort of, like, became friends with, like, a lot of different cultures. Yes, and I've you're had, welcome. Yeah, thank you, girl. <laughs> And um, not even just black people, like even just like yeah. the Asian community, mm-hmm. like in our school, like um, Latinx, yeah. etc. I adore them so much because the conversations we have, we really open up conversations about mm-hmm. just anything and everything. And then you see, like you hear all these different experiences. And so like it all just connects so nicely and you feel like you have a community that you can relate to. Yeah. And, and that you're so a part crazy of. how... Um, I hope I didn't cut you. Did I? No, no, no. Keep going. Keep going. It's so crazy how there are so many situations that like we can all relate to. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Another plug. <laughs> yeah, we've it's, had conversations where we're like, "Oh, you've been through that too." Yeah, and it's like, as a black person, sometimes mm-hmm. I think to my and sometimes I think to myself like, "Oh man, I can't believe I've been through this thing." And I talk to an Asian person, and they've been through the same thing. And I'm like, and you're like, "Oh, dope." Like, well, not dope. Not dope. But like, but like <laughs> damn. <at least> we- <laughs> Damn, we be matching. We be matching. Look at us connecting over this. We're the same. We're one and the same. Mm-hmm. But what you're saying about microaggression, that's really like, that's very true. Yeah. You... For so long, I didn't even know about it. Yeah. I didn't even know what it was. I don't know what that word meant. For so long. When did you like learn about it? Like if you could give me a year or like a grade. Cause I'm not even going to lie to you. Like probably a year ago, which is crazy. Like to he- a year ago. I learned about microaggressions in grade 8. In grade 8? Grade 8. I remember, I remember like, because it was like a huge mind-blowing experience when I saw a picture, I think it was a picture of a video Mm -hmm. of a woman and her hair was being touched by a white woman. And that was the first time I I was like, what is going on? I've seen so many videos. I was about to say, have I seen that video? And then I was like, no, I see those videos every (laughs) Every two weeks. (laughs) And it was a video, and and then like the caption was like, don't let microaggressions slide. And it was like mm-hmm. a group of like white people touching her hair, and I was like, "Hold up!" Oh, 
is that me? Mm-hmm. And that was like in grade eight, maybe maybe seven. I don't remember. Yeah. I have like short term memory loss. We don't talk about it. But uh, me too. <laughs> but I saw. I, I can relate. Like, I can, we can relate. <laughs> short term memory loss, gang. Uh, but um, I saw that video. I was like, hold up, uh, what is this word? So I searched it up, and my whole mind was just like, I've just been lied to my whole life. You feel like enlightened. You feel yeah. like you just had. A life-changing moment, moment when you learn that word. Yeah, and you learn. That's why you should always, like, continue to learn. Continue to learn, people. And continue, like, do research. Because, honestly, it's embarrassing that I didn't know about it for so long. So, last year? Let me just call it's embarrassing. into a grade. The what? school didn't teach us that. We should have been taught. We should have been taught. We should have been taught. I'm not going to come for the school. Well... I'm not coming for the school. I'm, not gonna come for the I'm school. just laying out the facts. This podcast is about transparency. Mm-hmm. So if you can't deal with it, we should have learned about. Like honestly, there's so many things we should have learned. We should have learned a lot about. I didn't even know. You know, I and I and I mess with you not. Did not <laughs> <laughs> I did not know about the um, the march and the movement that was created to give uh, LGBT community. Really. Yeah, I did not know about any of that. The, I didn't know about the movement. What is, what is it called? I don't... Th- Pride? No, no, not the, 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 the march. I forgot the name. There's a name oh, for damn. it. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. You know what I'm talking about? Not us not knowing words. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I, 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 don't, I don't know the name either. If you're listening to this and you know the name and you're, like, yelling at me the name, God bless. I'm sorry. I'm telling you, this short-term memory loss is, like, it's, it's devil. It's a struggle. It's a struggle. But I didn't know about it until, mm-hmm. like... Literally a couple months ago. Yeah. No, last year maybe when we were, they were talking about Pride and I was like, let me research. And I mm-hmm. turned, I was like, how, how do, do I know more about the Soviet Union than I do all about- of these? We should be, I feel like there's a lot of like current things that we should be learning about. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, like I understand learning about the past. Like I get it. I, I get learning about like the 60s and yeah. stuff like that. Like everything before that after that but like we should be learning about things that are also current that Mm -hmm. so that we can be informed of the things that are going on around us because we be looking dumb not knowing the things that are happening it's embarrassing it's It's embarrassing Mm -hmm. you know the fact that during recently what happened you know the whole black lives matter movement yeah and it happened towards the end of the year and there were maybe like two teachers that want to talk about it and they didn't even talk about it right nah it was really sad i really i teeter on the edge of like having hope in our school and then being like well they're not gonna do this right like i know they're not gonna do this (laughs) let me take their place it was um it was bad it was an experience even worse because i think for your class it was much y'all didn't have dialogue well did you we didn't really talk it was five minutes we watched a video we watched a video a long video about something I already knew. Why can't y'all have a conversation? Mm. Please. What should have happened was like, here's the video, y'all watch it in your own time, now let's talk, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because sure. at the end of the day, how many, vi- I fall asleep. You know, when I was watching that video, I was like, not only do I know all of this, mm-hmm. but I literally want to fall asleep right now. Our teacher did that where he like, he, sh- he shared the video with us like outside of the class mm-hmm. and then we just talk during the class which i think was the better way to do it and it was like a 15 minute long if you want to show the video like three minutes cool you mm-hmm. know like throw it in like you know get them excited yeah, get them, 
But the then, conversation exactly. started. Like a conversation started. Yeah, but then it was like a whole video and I was watching and I was like, How long these kids it? know about, you know, the things yeah. I feel like adults don't understand that we understand about, like we understand multiculturalism, we understand, we understand racism, we understand most of these things. It's just, we don't talk about it. <laughs> we don't talk about it. We really don't talk about it. And if you keep trying to teach us rather than trying to Open up learn, the dialogue. Yeah, learn from each other. Exactly. We don't learn from each other. We learn from books. We learn from, like, you know, imagine, do you feel like you learn more from, like... Conversation. Like, yeah. I learned so much by mm-hmm. just, like, being around people, having conversation with people. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I've learned so much through conversation. Yeah. And I'm not really, like, a... Well, I mean, I can, like, r- learn from books and stuff, but it gets really repetitive just doing mm-hmm. that all the time. And so... I feel like there's people who generally, gen, generally, genuinely, <laughs> not English leaving, uh, English leaving girl. us too. Um, not like they, they would be open to speaking about their experiences or speaking mm-hmm. about their grandparents' experiences, and I, I don't know, like learning from a book gets really repetitive and annoying. Yeah, and it's like honestly, we this is just us throwing some like. You know, spinning out some like things that you can hold just on some to. suggestions. Just some suggestions, right? Like it's always difficult, and I understand if, obviously, if your reason for not wanting to speak about like like sharing cultures or like um experiences stories is mm-hmm. like oh you know we don't want to make it uncomfortable for like us you know yeah. like I don't want to have this uncomfortable conversation yeah, yeah then like no that's not the way if mm-hmm. but if your reason is like. Um, I don't want the other person to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Respect people. It's really not the, like that it's difficult. It's not like, yeah. Obviously, I'm not saying, you know, oh, force a student to get up there and talk, and about, talk about their experience. Don't like, do no, that. don't do that. But if you open a conversation where it's like, you know. Just everyone try to be, like, honest mm-hmm. and open and, like. And sure, because the fact that I have this podcast and the fact that I get to meet people and they all have different experiences, whether mm-hmm. it's like self-love or multiculturalism or whatever yeah. it is it makes me really happy that there's this level of transparency that i really don't see ever exactly like ever like it's it's i i understand that it's really hard to like open up conversation yeah. but i think when you do it flows so nicely and you learn so much from it which is such a beautiful thing like we learn so much from conversation right. we should do it more right. um yeah i feel like a lot of time people think that like you want to be talked at like mm. i want to be talked to with yeah or talk yeah like, i want it to be double-sided i don't want to be talked at like i'm not gonna learn from being just com- like talked at. you yeah. know what i mean okay so let me just there's this thing on my podcast called okay. aha moments oh and they are called they're basically epiphanies yeah but i call them aha moments mm-hmm. get with the wave <sighs> and so that i feel like was a big aha moment yeah i don't want to be talked at i want to be talked, talked. with mm-hmm. right please please don't be standing there. There's out. two people. Why is only one talking? <laughs> exactly. Don't be standing there taking out your what is spreadsheets. Give me facts. No. Please. We share it. How were you able to make friends despite the different cultures? I think it was. Um, Do you feel like it was a barrier? I don't know. I feel like it was quite easy. Just because, like, I know that everyone's gonna have a different experience. So like. That's something that I can learn from them. And I think, like, we all know that we can learn from each other, which makes it so much 
easier to make friends because you're like, okay, I'm different, you're different. Let's be different together. (laughs) (laughs) So corny, but I don't know. Like, it's like, we all have differences. We're all unique in our own ways. So we can like just vibe together. We don't have to have this expectation of like, these are all the things that like, uh, just be friends who be friends with the people that you want to be friends with. Like there's no, don't make that don't make like cultural things and stuff like that or like sexuality or like all these different like religion religion yeah etc like you don't have to make that be like a boundary yeah Yeah. you should feel like you want to like open that up and learn about everybody because the world is so diverse we should act like it's diverse i don't know that's like i feel like this is like (laughs) the most like the most basic thing about human interaction like concept like we're all different. It doesn't really... It's, it is what it is. It is what it is. Last question. Yeah. What advice would you give for somebody who's struggling to fit in, to find their place in a multicultural environment? I think that when you are in such a diverse environment, racially and stuff like that, that like you should know that most of us are in the same place like we yeah. we're just all trying to learn we're just all trying to fit in we're just especially as teenagers all you want to do is fit in all you want to do is like find your people and stuff like that and so you should just know that like we're all in the same boat in one way or another yeah. like we a moment aha um yeah so we're like we're we we all get it yeah. so i think most of the time we all just feel like like the other people won't understand and the other people won't want us to fit in we all want to fit in like that's just a common thing between everyone so just know that just be mindful of that okay and also um when it comes to multiculturalism or like you know having that Mm -hmm. also be aware that you don't have to fit in that's the beauty of being in a multicultural environment there is no risk. You don't. You're. You don't have to. It. That's, you just need to f- just find your people. Yeah. Just. It, it doesn't matter find that you're. Yourself if you want yeah. to be a lone body. I don't exactly. Know. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're different because that's what's beautiful about being in yeah. a multicultural place. You don't have to be like everybody else. You know, there are people from all different places. So why would you want to fit in? Why would you want to put yourself in a box? Why would you want to do you, that? Exactly. Just don't just be. be. Just be and allow others to be. And if you can do that, then. There's no reason to fit in because there's no nothing nothing to fit into. Into exactly. There's no box. Another aha moment. Another dare aha I moment. Say. Can we like round the aha? What 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 did I just say? There's no reason to fit in because there's nowhere. To, there's no box. Box to fit into. Yes, right there. Write it down. Let it write marinate. it on a notepad. <laughs> stick it up. Let it marinate Put it on in your a soul. Frame. And just yeah, vibe with that because that's that's the facts. Yeah. You know, if you're lucky enough to live in a multicultural place. That's a blessing. That's a blessing. Take advantage of that. Yeah, because you don't have to put yourself in a box. You don't have to let other people tell you who you are because everybody's trying to figure out who they are. Yeah. And so everybody's learning. Everybody's learning about themselves and others to just um, revel in that experience, enjoy that experience. And mm-hmm. yeah, you'll be living the high life. You will be just, it's going to be an easy ride from there. Yeah. Once you find that, once you're chill with that, you're going to be good to go. Good to go. You're going to be living that hey. best life. Okay, well, that was a mindful conversation. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you for being here. I hope everybody who's listening has just like experienced that, has just sat back 
Mm-hmm. Everybody who finds themselves on whatever side of what she just said, whether you are somebody who yeah. has never cared to care about other people's cultures or somebody who is constantly learning about other people's cultures, know thyself. Please know, know thyself. thyself. And yeah, just learn and be very open to learning all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for listening. I think that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much, Fatima, for joining us. Guys, Thank don't you. forget to subscribe to my podcast on Spotify and share it with your friends and family. See you next week on, at, on Saturday at 4 p.m. for a new episode of We Can Relate. Bye, everyone. Bye.